once again for joining us for another episode of Season Concepts. I'm excited again. We have Alea Sironis with us. Um, we are talking with um, the founder of Ministry Moments. If you have not looked at her page or her Instagram, please do so. You will find a wealth of information, and I'm just happy that you're with us again. This week, this month, actually, we're celebrating Mother's and uh, Mother's Day month. Very, very important. Uh, ladies, explain to your husband it's Mother's Day month, not day. Um, we are talking today, and, and you know, the title of this episode is, is called Who Says You Can't Have It All? You know, a lot of people say you can't have it all. I, I don't understand. I, I want to have it all. I want to have the good husband, the good job, the ministry. I want to have those things. Those things are important to me. And, you know, I remind, I'm reminded of this scripture in Proverbs 10. It says this, Proverbs 10, 22, it says this. It says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord. And for me, the blessing is having a husband that loves me, a husband that loves God, children that love me, that love God, and that want to do ministry alongside of us. That, for me, is a blessing. Not the material things, not the things that, that my husband blesses me, blesses me, blesses me, blesses me, sorry, blesses me. It's a lot of blessings. It's a lot of blessings. <laughs> it's a lot. It keeps going. It, it keeps, keeps going. going. It keeps going. The things he gives me. He takes care of me. Yes. Those are not the things that I think about when I think about the blessing. I think about the peace. I think about the joy that we have being in ministry. I think about all of those added things that come with being in the perfect will of God. And, you know, I know you, you started this um, page a few months ago. Uh, where do you, where do you see it going right now? What do you what 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 are you seeing right now happening? Well, what I'm seeing is it's really at a place where um, it's kind of taken what's helped me, which has been you, obviously, um, and I see it empowering other women and other families. I mean, because it's um, we try to make sure that we're relatable to all people, mm -hmm. different walks of life. I mean, my husband follows the page, and he likes it and puts fire emojis, you know, and because it's the word of God and the word of God is always true, no matter what you are, who you are, or what point in life you are, um, yes, we're geared towards helping mothers and, um, you know, do ministry and motherhood well, but it's also, I think we make sure we do um, something for everybody, and yeah. one thing that um, I really feel is a big deal is people to get the understanding, and I wrote it down, that you don't have to sacrifice your call because you have a family, and you don't have to sacrifice your family because you have Amen. a call. Amen. And, um, you know, growing up in ministry, I've seen that so many times with people who I grew up with, where their family was in the same position as mine, you know, minister's kid, missionary's kid, you know, and um, they just really felt like they were abandoned, some of them. They were left, you know, in the back seat. And you've always made sure to include our family. You made sure that it was a family thing, that we were doing life together. And I, a lot of times people think that they have to sacrifice one or the other. And, um, yes, maybe in a season, you know, you take a moment where God leads you to really focus on, you know, an area maybe that your kids are going through. But I've never told, I've never heard him tell me, hang it up. No. Until they're he out of the house, that. he won't do that. He might redirect me mm -hmm. um, into focus a bit different. Where you know, I've called you and I said, Hey, you know, I need to take this Friday off. I, I need to stay home with the kids today, you know, because I've been just so busy yes. and gone. 
but it was never like sacrifice your call because you have a family or other way around. Or the other way around. And, you know, and we touched a little bit about it in the last episode about the different seasons that you're yeah. in and different times that you're in. You know, we used to go on two, three mission trips with us every year before you have the kids. Yeah, and you haven't been on a mission trip um, in a long time. And how does that make you feel right now? Yeah, well, um, it was very hard at first um, because, you know, Mark and I, we know that missions is our future. We know that God is leading us or has put it in our heart to go before you guys set up your missions because it's a, it's a lot of work to take a team, yes, which we do. You guys do that. And we know where to go before you pave the way. Um, and we know where to do it as a family. And so we, I mean, you know, we got engaged in a February and decided let's just get married in May so we can go to Africa married in, you know, June. And we did a little tiny wedding and we wanted to go to Africa. That was our honeymoon. It was a mission trip to Africa. It wasn't fancy, but that was who we are. That's, you know, that's what we did. And so um, when we had our, when I was pregnant with our first one, I still got to go on a mission trip. You know, I'm, they're contained. When they were not contained, then that first time letting the team go without me uh, and without Mark and then us being on the receiving end. Remember when we went to pick you up from the airport yeah. and we didn't even know we're supposed to bring the cars to the front <laughs> because you're like, Alea. I'm like, we've never done this part before. We're always with you. And that was, it was a challenge and it almost made me sad. I remember crying a lot about it and I felt like I wasn't doing my call. And you really just redirected me to, I, you are doing your call. Your call is always the same, but it's different. You need to find out how to navigate it. And you know how it helped me get through it and the different seasons. And, you know, Mark, obviously, he's, he's so strong in it. He's always like, you know what? We're still going to be here. We're still, we're going to just take our kids with us just this season. And you made sure that I focused on the foundation I was laying. He had told me if I don't lay the, take the time to lay this foundation while they're at this age, then when it is time for Mark and I to go on mission trips, they won't be able to handle it. Straight, you know, yeah. I remember, um, and you know, just you know, being able to steward family and being able to steward being a mom, it goes, you know, it really starts way before you're even married. Mm -hmm. You know, when you discover, like you did at a young age, what your call was, you discover at a young age what your call was in ministry. Because not everybody that's pastors kids are called into ministry. Not everybody that's, um, we're all called to, we all have a calling. Mm -hmm. But, uh, like, one of my nieces, you know, she she knows that she wants to be um, in spirit biology stuff, you know. <laughs> very smart. Very smart, you know. Another one, other ones, uh, they want to be teachers, you know. My daughter, um, she's on the mission field right now, but she's also pursuing a career in, in English literature, you know. They, they want ministry, but there's other facets of ministry. So at the very beginning, you knew you wanted full-time ministry. You knew that. So choosing a husband and allowing God to bring the right husband was a very, very big foundation because you can know that you're called and you can know, you know, if you're watching and maybe you're not married yet and you're thinking, why am I watching the mainstream mom or stage? You're laying up a foundation for when you need to be a mom. You know, you knowing who God called you to be, you know your call, and you know that God has to bring a person that's going to complement your call, and you're going to complement theirs. And you, um, you and Mark coming together, I remember you, you we talked to him, we had a sit down, talk to him, and say, our family is a ministry family. Yeah. If you 
feel that God's calling you into this family, know that ministry is your life. It's not a, we're going to do ministry once in a while. It's not a summer vacation mm-hmm. trip. It's life. And he, he said, I want this. I want this on my life. You know, and when, um, God's so gracious, when at that time when you were feeling like, I have to stop doing this. I remember God gave Mark a vision. Do you remember that? Yeah, he gave him a vision, um, which I feel is a bit unfair that I didn't receive it because <laughs> I get the stretch marks from carrying all the kids. <laughs> but Mark had a vision of him on that stage, on that platform, and we were in another country, and he saw himself up there and our children. And we were all there, and we just knew we were in another country and that we were all there together. And it's really helped us during those seasons where we are not hopping off the plane with everybody else. And it's helped us know, hey, you know what? This is just for right now. That's right. And we're gonna, we're not laying anything down. We're just making adjustments, strengthening up our foundation as a family. And, you know, I know that um, you shared in the first, uh, a few episodes ago, you shared um, how uh, the Lord brought you through a uh, miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And even going back to that vision God gave Mark was, what, five years ago? Mm-hmm. God reminded me, actually, of that vision that he gave of how many children were on that platform yeah. with you. It, it, having the right husband and having the right uh, person doing ministry with the right person at those times where uh, questions come and, and heartache comes, when you go back to a vision that God gave you, you go back to a word that God gave you, and you wouldn't have that if you didn't make sure to pick the right husband. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't. You, yeah. you'd, you'd be flailing by yourself trying to do the call of God in your life by yourself, you know? But it's funny is that he's kind of in the same boat because he's doing, he's a police officer right now with still knowing he would hang it up today. I mean, to pursue full-time ministry, and, and he has to keep telling him, putting that vision before him and telling himself, okay, this is just for a season, Lord, you're equipping me right now for something in my future. And um, I think when you know the seasons and when you focus on where you're at, you're going to be able to do ministry and motherhood well. Not, you know, you know, kind of good, I'm just kind of pushing through into the next day. And I think one of the really important things when you're navigating seasons is that you look to the other people who are also navigating mm-hmm. different seasons. You know, when Mark's on the worship team, we had our first two boys, and I was pregnant with Liam. And on our worship team, we had, you know, one of the girls who she used to be my youth, and now she's married and had a baby, you know. And um, I was like, well, let me do my part. And so we all would show up very early. We were there at 8.30. I have the older two boys playing right there with some toys at the altar during worship practice. And I'm super pregnant while Mark's on the stage, and I'm holding her baby, babysitting, so she could pursue her call. And it, it was, it just really, um, it was around that time where God had given me that ministry moment. And I remember thinking in that moment, this is something profound. This is people working together That's right. to make ministry happen. And you know what? I don't get to just stop and take a back seat and let my sister and the Lord just, well, figure it out. Because if I wasn't there, she'd probably have to sit down mm-hmm. because there wasn't someone there to help her for sure. Right. And it's leaning on the Holy Spirit and asking, Lord, where do I fit into this? You know, I'm super pregnant. I can't be running around like I used to, but I can help this person That's fulfill right. their call by just watching their baby, yeah. you know, getting there early and helping it. And I feel like we're all connected to work together. Well, I think as moms and 
as grandmothers and as you know sisters of the Lord, these are, um, you know, it, you know, I think of that movie Cold, where the little cold <laughs> guy who says, "No cold left behind," yeah. you know, and he's running after, and they all, you know, he rescues all the little souls. I watched that a lot because my grandchildren, but no cold left behind, you know, and women are not cold. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Very good comment section. Yeah, I know. Over of the devil. You know, <laughs> they're so cute, but. No women left behind. Yes. You know, I know a ministry that we, we help says that, you know. But if you're pursuing your call, mm-hmm. and I'm pursuing my call, and I can help somebody else pursue their call, that's an amazing thing for us to help each other. Yes. Maybe you're married, and you don't have any children, and your sister in law has a bunch. You know what? You show up early to help her with her kids. Mm-hmm. Call her. Just go to her house at, you know, an hour before service. See if you can help her with anything. Maybe you're a mom and your kids are older, or maybe you have older kids that could show up early and help some other yeah. mom get her kids in nursery and do nursery. Is every single one of us women helping each other to do what God's called us to do? And I know this. I know that we find strength in that. I was talking to somebody on Sunday. They were saying how they feel like they're growing and they feel like they're learning and they just feel like they want more. And they, they were feeling a little bit like, you know, what am I at the right church, and am I this, and I said, well, you know what, the problem is, and they said, what, and I said, it's time for you to give, mm-hmm. and he said, what, and I said, you're feeling like you're growing, but you want to do more, and I said, yes, I said, doing more is not going to another Bible study, it's not going to another this, doing more is you putting what's inside of you and bringing it out, and yeah. begin to, um, to start, why don't you help in nursery, that's doing mm-hmm. more, why don't you help in children, that's doing more, and I began to give her these things, I said, that's doing more, and I said, and you'll find yourself at a place to where you're being fed, but you're so full. And like your dad says, you know, the peaches in the over. Yes, uh, the but over nobody pool. calls them spiritual couch potatoes. You know, you're <laughs> sitting there, and you're so full of the word, and you're full of the word, but you're not giving out. Yeah. And as a mom, as a grandma, we have to start to live. I mean, I'm not. I can't say that I have to give. You are. Us. You do. You yeah, do. You have. Know, but <laughs> I, I mean, we have things that we yeah. can teach each other, you know, and. And you've taught me things being a young mom. And, and I've told you this before, you know, I, I had three kids like you. and um, But I was blessed to be able to stay home and have um, my, at the beginning when you guys were little, I worked at from home. I had a business at home, but I worked from home. You have, um, you know, you work outside of the home and you have three kids. And you're still there at 8.30 in the morning with all three of your kids by yourself. I, I, I look back and I'm like, how do you have to do that? And then I think, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we did do that. But I see you now, and because now you're living with us for a little bit, you know, you're going to take me buying a house. Buying a house. And um, I remember, oh, it's going to be so great when you're there. I'm going to be helping, and I'm going to make sure that I'm waking up early and helping her. I'll walk out there at 720 <laughs> to help you, and those kids are dressed. They're getting fed. And I'm like, oh, I guess I have to get up earlier to make sure <laughs> to help you, you know. But it's everybody helping each other mm-hmm. to make sure that we fulfill all of our calls. Not just your call, mm-hmm. not just my call, not just somebody else, but all of our calls together. So I feel like that those moments where, I mean, because I guess I always step back and I look at, well, what if I wouldn't have mm-hmm. type of situation? And like we, you know, it's titled this episode, is who says you can't have it all? Well, sometimes it's the enemy that says right. you That's can't right. have it all. That's right. You know, I think of, you know, um, that girl that I was mentioning on the worship team, she's a young mother who knows she's called to the worship team with this baby. And it's, 
well, what if she didn't have somebody to help watch the baby? What if I wouldn't have said, let me help you? It's those moments where you're standing with your call and then a new season where the enemy loves to come in and say, oh, no, you can't do this because you have your baby. You can't do this. You can't. And he comes in and he tries to spook you away from your call. He, you know, a dad always says it's a little bit of truth with a lot of lies. Yeah. And, um, and if we're doing our part to help that other person, then when the enemy comes in and says, oh, you can't have it all, you're saying, no, no, yes, I can. You brought somebody to help me. And I love that. I remember a time when um, we heard about ministry and he did it well. He's doing it well. I remember a time in ministry we had started a church and we were young. I don't, I don't know what we were thinking. We were young. And, uh, I think that we started the church. I think we were 31 when we started the church. And our son was young. You know, you guys were all young. And I remember our son was maybe at the time maybe 10 or 11. And I remember a time where we were having a difficult time with him. He uh, was talking back and he was having a, an attitude and he and I remember he just kept arguing with you girls and he just kept arguing and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out what was happening. I, I would talk to him about his friends and talk to him about, you know, you know, checking to make sure because, you know, yes, you, you have your own bedroom, but this is my house. Mm-hmm. Checking things, you know, making sure things were okay. He wasn't struggling with anything. And I remember lots of nights crying. <laughs> crying, telling Josh, you know, I'm like, what, what, are, what am I doing? Am I a bad mom? Am I missing it? I'm, I'm just, you know, feeling like, like, you know, I'm doing something wrong. And I just remember crying a lot. And then I remember the Holy Spirit. I'm thinking of Jesus for the Holy Spirit. I remember the Holy Spirit just arrested me. And he said, you need to pray. You need to fast. You fast this week. And I'm going to show you some things. I'm still doing full-time ministry. I'm, I'm a mom. I'm a pastor. And, and I, but I, I still need to, to be a mom, you know, and all those things. And I remember taking that week of fast, and the Holy Spirit said to me, this is not an attack on your call, this is an attack on me. And he began to show me and show your father that um, the enemy was trying to get your brother to separate himself from his family, to separate himself from people, because he kept seeing our family be hurt. He kept seeing people leave us. He kept seeing people be mean to your his mom and dad and so when we we sat down i said you know the holy spirit brought that to our to the light all of a sudden it, I, I kept thinking about how i was affected i kept thinking about maybe i was being a bad parent or i was being you know putting my kids to the side when the holy spirit said wait a minute there's an attack on his call but you know if i would not have just stopped and prayed and said okay lord show me how to steward my family yeah show me how to Show me what's going on, and then just let the whole, let the enemy say, "Oh no!" And my son is, you know, we were able to pray and able mm-hmm. to speak to him, and it was an attack on his call. And God turned that whole situation around, you know. To now, um, the very thing that, that the enemy was trying to do was to separate him from ministry. And now he's a children's minister, and he yeah. loves it, you know. He loves it. He's at least back there, and he just loves doing what he's doing, you know. And so, what would you say to somebody that's maybe struggling right now with ministry and, and family? Well, I would say you are called, you are qualified, and you are equipped. That's right. That's what my dad always says. And honestly, you can do it. You just need to put on those big girl britches and say, you know what? I'm not quitting for nobody and no one. And you can do it. And surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you in the right direction, not feed your feelings, but encourage you to keep going and never give up. Because um, we have we 
Mother's Day month because we're that awesome. And we keep going. We don't quit. Amen? Amen. And you're not going to quit either. No. God bless you. We'll see you next week.